Hello and welcome to WFUV's first edition of the Student Section Podcast, College Football Edition. Today is August 31st, 2017. I'm joined on by my left by Mir Guri. Mir, how are you doing so far? Thanks, Matt. I can't wait for September. My birthday's coming up. I just can't wait. You know, yeah. I, I I really don't like August 31st. You, you, you it always throws me, me off. Guard. We're going to the French restaurant. Yeah, we are going to Balthazar. John, as I told you the other day, you're invited if you want. Our, our, our producer for today. We have John sitting across from us, man on the table. Thank you, John. Always making things happen for us again. Thanks so much. But yeah, today's an exciting day. First, first yeah. ever FUV college football podcast. Yeah, Justin and I, you know, we, we, we worked on it all spring to, you know, to, 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 to get it up and running. But, you know, because it was, you know, the, the dead period for college football, we, we, we didn't publicate anything or, or, or put anything uh, on the website. Uh, just kind of ran through it with Bob multiple times, you know, worked on little things. But, you know, unfortunately, Justin's not here this semester, but, you know, we have uh, our good friend Matt Breen still. So, you know, Justin is here in Hopefully spirit. I can do as well of a job. Oh, he's, um, you're going to be great, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so uh, let's just, I say let's just jump right into it. Um, the thing you said, you, the big thing you want to talk about today was the, obviously the big games, the big stories is the games coming up. Yeah, Alabama, Alabama Florida State. Alabama, Florida State. And actually, I, I read this on ESPN today, that it is the first time since the AP season poll began in 1950. It is the first time that a number one opponent will face a top three opponent for the first game. And, you know, that's the thing. I I wasn't a big fan of Florida State this past year. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I just I, I saw how badly their offensive line played. They, if I remember correctly, they had 57 false starts. If just because of the offensive line alone this past season, and you know that's a that's a terrible number. And two of their starters actually graduated, so they're going to be playing two sophomores as along with the three upcoming seniors. And you know the line was already pretty bad, and it was really impacting Francois's development, the Florida mm-hmm, State quarterback. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'm really concerned about the expectations that the media has put on Florida State. I think it's Francois is, is, is come across as this big name, but not necessarily somebody that has necessarily earned it. And I don't think it's his fault because I think the offensive line, if you watched last year, uh, just watch Florida State play, play last year, you really didn't see them you know, give him the enough opportunities and chances to develop, both because the receivers were getting used to a freshman quarterback and the offensive line was playing so badly. So my main concern is that I think Florida State is ranked too high and so I, I like that you brought up that stat, but I also think it's a little flawed, you know, because I, I think Alabama's mm-hmm. going to be totally fine. You think you think Alabama's just going to run through them? Yeah, I mean, Derwin James on Florida State is going to be the best uh, player. That's the big matchup for right. first James. Exactly, and, and I, I love that because, you know, quarterbacks usually always get through the first level of the defense because of just the positioning of the shotgun, mm-hmm. and, you know, they get past their defensive line, and Alabama has a great offensive line. And so Jalen Hurts has always been known to have to struggle against the, the linebackers, but he's done pretty well. But the thing is, Derwin James is known to be that player that he He's he's so big for 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 a safety. He's almost six four that he he almost plays a, a linebacker most of the times as this uh, kind of joker linebacker almost. And so I think that Derwin is going to definitely meet Jalen Hurts head mm-hmm. on. And I know that Alabama this year because they have four stud running backs as well as Jalen Hurts having great running ability. I think they're going to run the ball a lot more this year. And then when need be, they're going to launch it off to Calvin Ridley. So Derwin James is going to have to watch Jalen Hurts for the running, but at the same time make sure that Calvin Ridley doesn't get past the cornerbacks. So, um, 
So you know, right. I, so I, you know, I think to me that's that's like the the biggest concern uh, for for Derwin. For Alabama, it's obviously going to be uh, you know just making sure that that Florida State's defense is 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 not destroying them, and at the same time they they make sure that the, the offense doesn't get hot because Florida State is known for for having uh, had three comebacks last year, uh, being down twenty one mm-hmm. points. Uh, but the thing is that you know again. When you have a sophomore running a quarterback coming in who's been beat up a lot his freshman year, he doesn't have a lot of confidence in his offensive line, and he's lost two starters on the offensive line. I think that Alabama is going to be fine, but they have to make sure that Florida State doesn't get hot. Um, and we, we were talking about that side of the ball, but I mean the other side. Do you think that Zaire and that offensive line can really do anything against the formidable Alabama defense, or do you think? Well, so so the, you know d- down the line, you know if Florida plays really well. Um, you know, with with Malik Zaire and at quarterback, I know that right now they're 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 going with Enrique at uh, at, at quarterback for Florida. But I think he's 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 not been a very proven running uh, quarterback, and Zaire will definitely get to that point. Um, I think for me, Zaire will at some point start for Florida, and then because of that, uh, Florida will be in the SEC championship game playing against Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I think when Florida will play Florida State, um, I think. I think Florida State will definitely beat Alabama. I, I like that 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 matchup between Derwin and Zaire because Florida doesn't really have the wide receivers that Florida State has on the Wait, offense. You said, you said Florida State, you think is going to beat Florida? Yeah, I, okay. I I really think so because you mentioned Zaire, right? Mm-hmm. So so Zaire's on Florida, and you know I think Florida is definitely an interesting team this year. They're a dark horse. Um, it'll be really important to find out what Zaire can do if he can regain the form that he had two years ago at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and you know. I think Florida will be in the SEC championship game. It'll just be uh, important to figure out what Alabama will do against LSU. Now, and teams we, like that. we have been talking a lot about Zaire. I mean, very big runner. Hopefully, he can, he's not a doesn't throw a lot of bombs, but you know, can get the ball down the field. Do you think if Zaire, as you said, can re- can find that magic again from Notre Dame? You think Florida has a shot at a national championship or to contend for the playoffs? If Florida beats Florida State. Which I think Florida State is a little bit fraudulent. I don't think they're really the mm-hmm. number three team. I think they're a top ten team because their defense is so good. If Florida will beat Florida State and and wins out, beats Georgia, teams like that, you know, to make it to the SEC championship game, I think that a one loss Florida team could still go to the national championship if they lose to Alabama. Because for example, let's say Alabama loses to LSU, right? Okay. And then loses another gimme game, like, uh, I don't know, against Ole Miss, right? The, Ole Miss has a very good running quarterback this year as well as Mississippi State. So let's say they lose two or three games, right? Let's just say that happens. Okay. And Alabama somehow, because the SEC West will be a little down this year, other than LSU and Alabama. And let's say LSU loses a few games as well. But they're, they're still the two top teams, but Alabama ends up going to the SEC championship game against Florida. And Florida has only, let's say, one loss. Uh, and it ends up being to Alabama. I don't think Alabama will go to the national championship game. And I think that because the the, the committee is so in love with the SEC, they're going to put Florida into the national championship game, or the, the playoffs, sorry, even if they lose to Alabama. And I think that they will be the, te- the 
to me, they're the going to be the team most to look out for this year because I think Alabama has a lot of issues at quarterback because Tua, uh, the the Hawaiian uh, quarterback that Alabama just signed, is looking even better than Jalen Hurts. The, the Hawaiian guy? Right. So I think there's a little bit of a controversy going on in the Alabama locker room. And, and, in fact, in the spring game, Tua was looking better than Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are a lot. There are four stud running backs, so I think there's a lot of tension there. And they lost a lot of defensive players. Calvin Ridley's a little unhappy. And so, you know, there are a lot of issues going on in Alabama right now, a lot of distractions. They did lose that big game against Clemson. Mm -hmm. So I think Alabama's going to be a little down. And if they lose a couple games, still make it to the SEC championship game. Let's say they beat Florida. I still think Florida can still make it to the national championship game. And I know about back to Alabama, some people do have Jalen Hurts as a Heisman candidate. Personally, I know me and you don't really have him as a candidate. So now it's going to be really interesting to see that, I mean, Hurts is coming in with massive expectations this year how this Hawaiian guy works and if that creates tension. Alabama doesn't seem as poised to just completely run over the entirety of college football like they did. Exactly. I mean, the SEC, is. it's been talked about this this past uh, summer that, you know, the SEC is not really looking as good as it it, it Mm -hmm. once did three or four years ago. And because of that, you know, I think if Alabama, because of all the tension they have in the locker room, a lot of stacked – positions with a lot of star players and then a lot of critical positions where they don't have those stud players anymore such as defensive tackle defensive end I think because of that you know you're going to you're going to be looking at Alabama as a team that maybe won't overcome the the emotional loss that they had against Clemson and I think the one team to carry the banner will be Florida but I I really think that that Alabama will rebound after this year um, mm-hmm. thanks to Tua I I, I I foresee a situation where it's going to be kind of like Florida when they had Tim Tebow and Chris Leak playing mm-hmm. against each other almost in practice and then playing, you know, alternating drives, you know, playing quarterback for Florida. I think that that's what, what might happen between Tua and Jalen because Tua has a much better passing mm-hmm. uh, ability than Jalen does. Jalen's a great runner, but it's not like he's he's uh, not I a Lamar Jackson you, runner, right? He's not he's not that amazing. He's mm-hmm. very good, but he's not Lamar Jackson at running, right? And he's not a Vince Young passer even, whereas Tua already shows Vince Young passing ability and Vince Young running ability. So it's going to be interesting to see how those two players will, will, will you know, compete. I think obviously Jalen is the undisputed starter right now, but there are rumblings. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think, you know, that there might be like, you know, by week six or seven, there might be some tension. And if I, there's a loss or two, I was then, about to say, if know, they struggle a little bit, I mean, and he gets in, that could cause Hurts to play worst or something. Um. But now uh, branching out further into the SEC, um, LSU is a team that we have to talk about. Yes, um, of course. I mean, they have a little issues at quarterback. I think Danny Etling is, is the current starter. Yes, I, but the, the big the story is transfer, right. if, 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 he can, if he can stay healthy or if he can really perform better than expected, we know that they have uh, Darius Geis. Yeah, yeah, Darius Geis, you know, as, as we saw the, uh, the highlights this past summer, you know, the, he's, he's just looks so good. And in my opinion, I think last year the, the best running back that LSU had was Darius Geis and not Leonard Fournette. You were I, telling me that. Do you, right. Do you think he is better? And I, I know Leonard Fournette has, a, has had a lot of injuries last year, so it wasn't really fair to compare that, you know, the two of them. But the thing is that I, I felt like Darius Geis has, he has a little more breakaway ability and he he's not as heavy as Leonard Fournette, but almost as strong. And you know Leonard Fournette's always pushing that two forty, two forty five, and you know he's barely under a four five in his forty, which is still very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not criticizing, but guys, just if you just 
if anybody's watched him this past year, and, and if anybody just watched him, you know, like just looking up on YouTube on his highlights, he has such raw power and speed and, and has excellent vision. His open field play is, is incredible. Yeah, I mean, he, he looks like AD to me. He has Adrian Peterson uh, in space ability, and he has uh, breakaway ability on the college level like Darren McFadden. And, and combining those two players with power and breakaway ability, I mean, you have a guy that, you know, like Darius Geist that at 230 could outrun cornerbacks down the field even though the cornerbacks are at 180, you know, mm-hmm. and he has that much ability. And so because of that, I think LSU could even beat Alabama and make it to the SEC championship game. Um, they have Arden Key, you know, on the Arden defense. Arden Key, of course. A, you know, 6'6", six, six, 240. I, we'll talk about this later, but he's a top five at candidate for yeah to me he's he's actually better than a miles garrett prospect i think he 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 does have some character issues not in terms of how hard he tries but just more so um there have been questions about his uh maturity in regards to other teammates but i think that that's just because he was you know if he's fighting with his teammates because he's unhappy with their effort that's i'm Mm -hmm. always going to be okay with that you know obviously you still have to be a good teammate you can't undermine your your fellow starters but, you know, Arden Key looks like a, a guy who could be a future leader of a starting defense, and, much like a Von Miller on the Broncos. And I like like that him, he's capable of playing so many different positions. You can really stick him anywhere, which is why I'm a big fan of him as well. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, middle linebacker, outside linebacker, defensive end. He's smart, fast, mm-hmm. tall, you know, so he can block those passes. If he put on some size, he could be a defensive tackle, you were, for example. You were saying he's 6'6", correct? Yeah, he's 6'6", yeah. 240. I mean... That that's a that's very lean for a six six, mm-hmm. but still, you know, for him to be so strong, imagine thirty more pounds. I mean, what he could do. Um, now, before we finish out LSU, they're playing their first games at BYU. Do you think it's anything less than a, a run over? I mean, I think I think the big thing for this game will be can we see guys run about two hundred three hundred yards because. I think a lot. I've talked to a lot of my LSU fans. They're really gunning for guys to to break two thousand rushing yards this year, mm-hmm. and I think that's the most important thing of the game is just no injuries. Arden sets the tone as the defense. He's now a junior, mm-hmm. you know, so he's 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 one of the the older players, and you know if guys can get some 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 individual stats and and obviously you know make sure that 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 Etling can can be a. a at least a decent quarterback mm-hmm. against a very easy you're, BYU Like you're saying, defense. all they really need is stable quarterback play. That's what that's what LSU really needs. Yeah, right I now. mean, if if you know if Atling can just complete a five yard pass or a ten yard pass every four plays, I, I mean, I think I think that LSU's defense and guys mm-hmm. are so good together that that they'll overcome any deficiencies of the quarterback as long as he doesn't mess up. You know, if he can be like an Alex Smith type of player, um, you know, just game manage but make the smart play also when it matters. Then I think LSU could definitely be a national championship contender. We could even see LSU Florida as the SEC championship mm-hmm. game. That's what you were saying. Um, so moving on to upcoming games, we talked about Florida a little bit. Florida, Michigan. That's the other big high ranked teams right, playing so we, this Saturday. We've talked about this. We love Harbaugh. Yep. He's he's such an entertaining guy. You know, he's the kind of guy you would you you know you'd want to hang out with and get drinks with. You know, he's he's fun. You know, he's he's really entertaining person. And you know, Harbaugh has that kind of personality that I think because they lost eight starters on the defense Mm -hmm. I think Michigan can still you know beat Florida Florida has suspended seven players uh for this for for this upcoming game and Callaway and uh Jordan yeah I mean the the Jordan Scarlett is out yeah they're stud wide receivers and you know they're they've suspended two of their starters I mean that's that's important and they they don't have Zaire in for this game because because they want uh 
I'm sorry, I'm blanking on, on his name. I think he's uh, I think it's Iglesias. I, I'm I'm mixing up the name right now, but uh, the Florida quarterback. Okay. Um, he he's coming in. He's he's not. He's he's been there already for two years. So he's he's the undisputed starter. But I think Zaire will end up being the starter. And I think because of that, I think Florida will lose this game. Michigan, will, Michigan mm-hmm. will come in with a lot of fight. You know, they've lost a lot of players and a lot of people taking them for granted. But also think about it. Harbaugh hasn't finished better than third this year. You know, Mike and mm-hmm. Mike was talking about this morning. You know, Harbaugh hasn't finished better than third. He's talked about all these great things. You know, he got the Jordan sponsorship, you know, yep. first sponsorship for Jordan on an NFL team or not. Well, let's call it an NFL yep. team. Michigan is an NFL team in my eyes, <laughs> but, you know, for a college team, even for a football team in general. Right. Yeah. And. You know, I mean, like, he's done all these cute, cool things, you know, satellite camps, you know, ticked off a lot of stud coaches, you know, like like uh, Saban, you know, um, and, and McLuhan at, at Florida State, uh, or at Florida, sorry. And, you know, I mean, he hasn't really won yet. He hasn't been mm-hmm. to the playoffs. He hasn't won a national championship. He hasn't won the Big Ten championship. You know, he, ne- he needs to yeah. at least show this year that even without his starters, he can still be very competitive. Um, and... Uh, about that game, actually, is, that's also Michigan's only ranked opponent for a long time. After that, too, exactly. So they have Until a, Penn they State, don't. They I have think. an easy. I think you're right. Exactly. Yeah, um, and so they, they have a very easy start of the year. So exactly. hopefully that can get them. And if they can get this get big going. win, it'll 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 bring a lot of like pride to the locker room, a lot of confidence. I think they're already geared up for the game. I mean, Harbaugh is so great at at getting his players prepared for big games. But I think that having the the fact that they won validates that confidence and so it's not you know just built off of thin air that this confidence mm-hmm. that they have going into this game so if they win you know then they can go about you know five weeks before uh penn state and really be prepared you know develop their starters mm-hmm. you know develop some chemistry you know and, and get ready for for that big penn state game um and the other big game that's coming up this week also a big 10 team ohio state uh going to indiana for the first game Right, so Indiana, I is is typically not a very good team, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not really, I'm not really sure that Indiana is gonna gonna do anything. This maybe seem might seem more of a let's see how our Ohio State's gonna do this year. Exactly, but the the unusual thing about this game is that it's a Big Ten game mm-hmm. as the first week, which is very strange. I mean, I would think normally Ohio State would do something different, but of course Ohio State next week will be playing my team, Oklahoma, the mm-hmm. Oklahoma Sooners. So I think. The board thing is JT is going to come in as the fifth-year senior and is going to need to, you know, like just light it up, make sure that, you know, the, 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 they're on a, like up 35 or something mm-hmm. like that, and then just put in the second unit or third unit because they need to be ready for that Oklahoma game. Um, I think this is a, a good time to transition to our Heisman predictions. Do a little Heisman prediction time. Ohio State, obviously JT Barrett is a big one. Personally, I don't think he'll win it, but he's someone that most people have in their at least top five for Heisman. Yeah, I mean, he's a fifth-year senior. You know, he's been there, done that. Mm-hmm. He's been on— Knows on, the system better than right. anyone. And, and he hasn't been a finalist yet. And I think, you know, the the loss last this past year against Clemson where they just completely got mauled uh, on defense really damaged his reputation. And, and, in fact, that's why he stayed because a lot of NFL scouts were so shocked by uh, his performance against an athletic Clemson defense, that that because of that, I, I mean, he already has a little bit some deficiencies in his mm-hmm. passing game. He doesn't really have quite the the strongest arm um, for the NFL level. But still, you know, he 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 looked like he could have been a second round or third round quarterback. Um, and and because of that Clemson game, he really fell apart. So you know, this will be a a, a 
big year for him for his career, mm-hmm. you know, in football. If he wants to continue to play football at, at at a starting level, whether it be you know in the NFL or the CFL or whatever, you know, and and I think for him it'll be important to 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 lead his team also, and because that's one of his best characteristics is his leadership. Mm-hmm. And, and the Heisman Trophy is based on that. You know, we ha- we've seen a lot of famous players getting dra- getting uh, winning the trophy because of their leadership, such as players like Troy Smith, right, a, yep. a fellow Ohio State mm-hmm. alum, not the best quarterback, you know, as we saw in the NFL. I mean, other than Ed Reed loving him, like Troy Smith was never really that amazing of a quarterback, even in college, but the thing is he was a great leader. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, like y- you win those trophies. And, and, and JT's always had that leadership even when Cardale was there. So it'll be interesting to see if he can win it. I personally think, and I I, I don't know how I know, you stand I know on this. We've already talked about him. I think Geis is going to win it, but you really like Sam Darnold. I, was just, I think Darnold, I mean, Darnold we saw at the end of last year just, just was eviscerating defenses, yeah. eviscerating defenses. Yeah, and that come from behind win against Penn State the to Penn win State the Rose win. Bowl, that was insane. I mean, I, I can see Geis winning it completely, but if I, if I had to put money down on it, I'd, I'd go with Darnold. See to me, guys. I don't know why. Know, why guys over all, Darnold? I just when I see guys, I see this Adrian Peterson, Darren McFadden hybrid, and you know a lot of guys have been really hyped about a lot of players since Adrian Peterson, and I really haven't been super excited about a player. The last player I was really excited about was Ezekiel Elliott, but his sophomore year. Not his junior. I I didn't like that he put on weight. I thought that in fact this year when he was at the Cowboys this past season, it was he was mostly great because of the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I can't be mean to him, and I can't also digress too much from college That's, football. Yeah. But you know, I haven't really seen a, it's a college. Whole, Ezekiel, football. it's a whole can of worms. We don't have time to talk right, about exactly. right now. <laughs> but you know, I I haven't really seen a running back impress me as much uh, in college football since. Probably, you know, Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. I even really liked Darren McFadden, but I didn't see his game translating the NFL. And, in fact, it didn't, you know. I mean, and he's always had a lot of injuries. But, you know, Geis, Geis is a fresh player. You know, he was just 19 this past mm-hmm. year. Uh, he's going to be junior. You know, he has a chance to, 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 to just have a great year and just immediately go to the NFL. And he has the power. He has the balance. He has the vision, as you even said, the, the breakaway ability to – you know, to to just take the SEC by storm, and I think he 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 single handedly, as we said, if Edling is decent, then I think he and Arden Key could just lead the the LSU de- defense and offense into the national championship game. And I think that we could even see Arden Key as as a Heisman finalist. I know the defensive players don't really get it, but you know, if if it's a top five Heisman finalist list, then he could be fourth or fifth. I'm cool with that. All He's right. probably the best player since Indominus and Sue in my eyes. Here's I, I can see that, um, but here's the here's the one guy. I mean, Mr. Oklahoma. Why don't you think uh, Baker Mayfield? Okay, so I'm okay. So I, a lot of my buddies from high school graduated. For those that don't know, Mir is from Oklahoma. Yes, I'm, I, I was born in Oklahoma City, grew up in Dallas, but you know, big Nor- you know Norman kid. Mm-hmm. You know, first ten years of my life, I was there. Um, to me, you know. The Oklahoma Sooners are always in this situation. Whenever they're in the top 10, they usually fall apart. And because of that, you know, I really think that, you know, the Sooners have the offensive line this year, so Baker's going to be good, but they're losing all their wide receiving starters. Um, And because of that, you know, they're not going to really be as great. They've lost Joe Mixon and Samaji P. Ryan at running back, so they Mm -hmm. don't even have the running backs. They're going to have to develop. Dimitri Fowlers is great. He's this underrated fullback that's been converted to running back. He's going to be great, but 
you know, he's not he doesn't have Joe Mixon stud ability. He's just yep. going to be kind of like, you know, your decent running back that's going to be drafted probably when he's in the NFL in the third or fourth round. You know, he's going to be okay, but he's not going to be great, right? And the defense is losing a lot of starters. Uh, my buddy from high school, Jordan Nevins, you know, he's gone. He was the leader on uh, middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, when Oklahoma played Clemson in the uh, semifinal for the for the national championship two years ago, when he went out with his shoulder, uh, you know, the, the defense completely fell apart. And that was when he was a junior. Uh, last year as a senior, he was even bigger impact player. We've lost a lot of starters. We've lost seven starters. Uh, Oklahoma, to me, is not going to be a top-10 team. And that's the only reason why Baker's even in the conversation is because mm-hmm. he's a top-10 player. I just think at 5'10", you know, 225, Baker doesn't have the ability nor the arm strength to really lead the team. Mm-hmm. He has the heart, and he's a great guy, um, you know, but, but he, doesn't, he doesn't have the talent, you know, and, and Oklahoma's not, you know, they're losing Bob Stoops, um, even though I think that was a change that needed to be made. But, you know, Lincoln Riley's going to be a first-year coach, head coach, and the team's not going to be prepared, and I think Baker's going to, you know, suffer for it. Um, one more, one more Heisman candidate I want to get out there that some people are saying. Any, any shot of a repeat? Okay, so Lamar Jackson fell apart the last three games of the season. And, and we saw yes, him against LSU. And I would, ag- I would agree, I would agree that his, he didn't, defense has kind of figured him out. I do not think he'll find that first half magic again. I don't think, yeah. I think that was, he'll never find that again. And the offensive line graduated, so but he, he doesn't even have that. That's true. I, I do think he can be in the conversation of top five. I mean, if he really just finds his legs again, all right, I, I think I think he'll the defense is figuring him out will will lessen. Okay, so I think he'll 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 adapt a little bit. So because of the conference to, he plays in, I think that he can still I think he can still be in in the you know a top five finalist. But you know, for example, it could be, let's say you're right, Darnold wins and Geis is two, right? Then at that point, excuse me, we could see that you know uh, maybe we have you know Lamar Jackson at three or four. Or maybe we could see, you know, uh, Josh Allen mm-hmm. from, Josh, we from Wyoming. Josh Allen. You know, he could be like a, a, you know, just a dark horse candidate. We could see Malik Zaire, as we mentioned earlier, Florida coming in. So there are players that already have a good reputation. And Lamar took a big hit in the LSU game, not just literally, but also metaphorically. Mm-hmm. His reputation is tanked. And I think that because of that, I don't see him repeating. Also, because the offensive line is is going to be mm-hmm. young, it already wasn't that good last year. But now he's going to have a lot of freshmen and sophomores. So I'm not really impressed with Lamar, you know, for this year in terms of his his prospects. I'm not impressed by them. Um, but I think, yeah, okay, maybe top five he could get there. Yeah. You know, okay. So moving on to our last topic, do you want to make the season's too early NFL draft prediction predictions? Okay. So my top five. Just give me your top five. Who you think it's top gonna be. five is going to be. I know he doesn't want to go to the Jets, and I know he's been talking about he's not going to leave. Let's say he let's say he leaves USC right as a junior. I think it's going to be Darnold one. I think Arden Key is going to be two. I think Geis is three. Then I think Josh Allen comes out of Wyoming. I was about to. I'm going to have him. And then I, I know he's really great, but I think that that Geis and Arden are going to make such a great combo as teammates, and are going to have such a great year for LSU this year that I think they're going to go ahead of him, even though he's a QB. And then as a fifth player, I I know Derwin James is a sophomore, so he can't come in. I really would like to put him in. It's, mm. it's really driving me crazy. That he's, James and Hurts people always want to put in. but Right, exactly. I mean, he he could be another option. But, you know, Bo Scarborough, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's going to be a junior, uh, and, and he has he has the opportunity to do that. Um, or, you know, Josh Rosen. You know, he, he was great as a freshman, 
mm-hmm. then everybody forgot about him. I think you know what? I'm gonna put Josh Rosen at five. Josh think, Rosen at yeah, five. Yeah, I think I think those three quarterbacks really you know are, are really well liked. I think Rosen has a little bit of of catching up to do for his bad sophomore year. But you know it was injury riddled, you know, with his torn labrum. So he needs he's he's going to come back. His shoulder's going to be fine. It looks like he was he looked good in spring, and in practice in the summer, everybody's been saying he's fine. So, you know, I think Rosen, Allen, and and Darnold will be one, three, and and five. And at two and three, you're going to have Arden and guys. Just just for the sake of of being different, uh, I'll, I'll choose. I'll have Darnold as one. Okay. I think if if Darnold comes out and he he has the year that. I, I expect him to have. I think he, he can go as number one, especially with so many teams needing QBs right now. Um, after that, I think I can see Arden Smith going number two, especially if he puts on some pounds. Yeah. Or uh, not Arden Smith. Arden um, Key. Arden Key. Um, and I, don't know, I, I can see Allen getting in the top three. Yeah. I can really see Allen peeking in there. Yeah, because this is a big year for quarterbacks, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, teams might be just wanting to just take a quarterback even if they don't have to. Like Cleveland, you know. Yep. I know exactly. Kaiser's good, but, you know. Why not maybe an Allen or or a Darnold? Um, so with that, that ends our first FUV's first college uh, student section, college football edition podcast. Thank you, John Furlong, for coming and producing for us. Mir, thank you for uh, giving the opportunity to come on. Uh, thanks, thanks for, for getting the show uh, together. Until next week. <laughs>